Boom! Welcome to Power of Marvel Legends, the YouTube channel where we review every single one of the very articulate, highly posable, incredibly sought out action figures known as Marvel Legends. Shout out to the Powers of X-Men podcast, Dayspring and Flinkman. I'm the uncanny Dayspring. And I'm the adjectiveless Flinkman. Welcome to die. Flink. Who do we have on the podcast again? We have the one and only Lenore Zan, a.k.a. the voice of Rogue, everybody's favorite from the animated series. We're so happy to have you here, Lenore. Thanks for thanks for joining us all the way from Spain. Hey, no problem. It's great to be here, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so giddy. Every, every time I see you, I get so giddy, Lenore. Oh, thank you. And I, I love the T-shirt with Gambit and Rogue. Uh, Rogue and her her mojo man. Great. Oh yeah, I I, I had to wear this. Her mojo man. That is so great. I love that one. Fabulous. Thank you for wearing it. Of course, just for you. I mean, the amount of DMs coming in about Mojo Man. Can Can you tell us about the song (laughs) you wrote, an ode to Remy LeBeau? How did this come about? You know, I was just driving along in my car one day and I started humming a tune and I started thinking about Rogue and Remy and what life would be like if they could actually get together and 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 what how Rogue feels about him but she can't usually let on because she doesn't want him to kiss her cuz she doesn't want to kill him. And um <laughs> But I started thinking about what it would be like if they could have a relationship and how hot it would be. And I just I just started writing the, the verses in my head. And then I, I've been working on it for maybe about a year, actually. And then they just wow. all kind of came together. And I, I finally went in the studio. And I went, I, I want to record this. And so I decided yeah. to do it in time for Valentine's Day this year, especially with the show about to air, you know, hopefully in the fall. And so I figured I'll oh, give, give a little sugar out to some of the fans, give them a little taste of the of the sweet stuff between Remy and and uh, Rogue. Oh, well, we, you know, we yeah, can't get... I imagine they'd be pretty hot together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, we well, can't get enough. You know, you know, you already right. know. Wait, right, right. also what makes this song so hot is that cover by Art of Lucas. I know, right? Isn't that beautiful? Yes. I'm, lo- I'm looking at it right now. And for folks at home who haven't seen the cover, it's Rogue and Gambit in bed together in a very intimate pose. It looks, I mean, Lucas always nails it. Always. It's funny, you know, too. And after after I posted that, I got all these messages from friends going, oh, are you in a, in a relationship now? Is this a hint? no it's my character and her her love i mean you know i'm I'm an actor i don't just write things about everything that happens in my life you know it's like 
I have an imagination too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Although if I can ever meet a, a Remy, a real Remy in my life who I can fall in love with, I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, and hopefully, hopefully it would, you'd be able to kiss and touch and, you know, it wouldn't be quite I as complicated, so. hopefully. Yeah, you know. I don't I don't have any peanut allergies and hopefully <laughs> they don't either. I mean, you know, I think we'd be okay. I think it'd yeah. be pretty cool. <laughs> yes, I, I was gonna say I was thinking about that, about you know, um rogues, you know, rogues um psychology and how it really must have made her feel so bad to think that when she first fell in love with Cody. You know, I remember I had me a boyfriend when I was 13. Had me a boyfriend till I kissed him. Poor boy went into a coma for three days. Poor <laughs> I mean, boy. You know, like, that's enough to give somebody the, the heebie-jeebies not to ever let themselves go to fall in love yeah. again. And that's what Rogue has to deal with, right? It, it, that's that's a very difficult thing. So I was thinking, you know, like imagine kids who do have like a peanut allergy or something. You know, they have to be really careful that someone who's just eaten a peanut butter sandwich doesn't kiss them because that could kill them. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's, you know, Lenore, as we've had you on the podcast and I've seen you firsthand at cons, people come up to you because of your understanding of Rogue, it just translates into your performance of her. It's it, the one word that everyone uses to describe your Rogue is tough and then followed by vulnerable. Yeah. And and you walk that line of delivering yes. a Rogue who has yeah. so much heart. And I, I never really understood Rogue as a character until, I mean, I have, but like until you said something right now where it was at 14, she fell in love with Cody. This was her first kiss. And she kissed him and she drained the life out of him. That shaped her. Especially oh, yeah. when you're right. coming to a relationship like Gambit, which pardon my 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 language here, is the ultimate fuckboy. And yeah, she's being beautiful. thrown in something here that's lots of passion, lots of love, right? Yeah. And yeah. again, Mojo Man just captures all of that <laughs> in just well, one fell swoop. You. You know, I mean, and that is really, too, what, what drives her to go to <clears throat> Muir Island in the yeah. episode The Cure, where she wants to be cured of uh, who she is, like her innate self, her, her ability. She wants to wipe them all out so that she can fall in love, be in love, have a relationship, have children, you know, have sex, have the whole thing. And um, but at the end of that episode, she also re comes to the realization that it, it's those qualities about her that make her who she is. And that if she she needs to accept herself the way she is and realize that she can use those those things for good to try and help save the world and save, let's say, humankind from themselves. Yep. You can't cure right? who you are. Because I've been studying um, like Buddhist meditation and everything over here. For us, just learning how to meditate every, every day. And, you know, and they talk about bodhicitta and people who really want to serve others. Lenore, we have to ask, did you see SNL last night with Jenna Ortega as Rogue? Oh, my God. No, I have not seen it yet. Um, hopefully you will send me the clip. 
but no, I because I I was I was at a flamenco show last night. I mean, you know, I was I was do, living the life, li, living the vida loca, man. Yeah, <laughs> here in Spain in España. Yeah, you can. So I I will see it. I will see. It. You send me the link and I'll take a look. I love to see it. I'll send yeah. it to you. You're gonna you, love it. Did she nail it? She she did. She she you know right what she on. reminded me more of Good. Goth Rogue. She reminded yes. me more of Goth Rogue from X Men Evolution, not your Rogue, okay. which yes. is sort of the the gold standard. Not not that we're being biased here. <laughs> right. She didn't have the the sassy Southern <laughs> accent quite quite right. So but yeah, so you should check that out because it was okay. absolutely wonderful. You know what I just realized? We also have, they're doing a 60th anniversary panel online on Thursday for the X-Men. And it's in celebration of 60 years of the X-Men. I think it's it's just Marvel. It's like the creative team, but um, Bo is going to be on there. Yeah. And we know, and Leewald. So we're, I, we're, we're anticipating, so hopefully, so I know you're not allowed to say anything, but we're anticipating X-Men 97 news. Oh, okay. I I have no idea. I don't know. They they know I'm away in Spain right now, so <laughs> I'm I'm booked to to come back the end of March, and I'll be doing some of my season two lines. I'll be starting <gasps> to do season two. Yay! It's wild that we already out. They gave us the green green light. So yes, I will be doing my 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 role in season two, and I'll be recording starting to record the end of March. I it, it's it's absolutely wild that we haven't even seen any clips from season one yet, and you're already jumping in, about to jump into to season two. I mean, how yeah. how you can keep all of these secrets without exploding? I, I'll I'll never know. Let's just say I've seen a little bit of season one, just a, a, a little bit that Bo has shown me, and it really is beautiful. It's it's exciting. It's beautiful. People, I think people are gonna love it. I really oh. do. I, yeah. I, I I can believe that. I can believe that. It seems like, you know, I, I, I haven't had the, the pleasure of, of meeting Bo in person, but just the limited amount that I've interacted with him online and the little bits of interviews I've seen from him, he really, his heart and soul is is really in this. And I'm just so excited to see what, what he and you all come up with. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, 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 us fans have been waiting for this for for a long time and it's 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 almost emotional to to know that we have it soon yeah. enough it'll it'll yeah. it'll be back in all of our lives thank you yes and the music is fantastic too the newton brothers do the music and it's really incredible just glorious um jake castarina as well working on he's fantastic and i love the designs um i think people are going to be bowled over i really do i yeah. think i think uh yeah. It's going to be lightning in a bottle, as uh, as we like to say about the first the first bunch of shows that we did. We're so yeah, excited I, for it. I, I think Thank lightning you, in a bottle. It's so lightning in a bottle. Well, I know. Where are we coming to? Where are we going to see each other next? So wait, we're doing we're we're pitching Florida, Con yeah. in in Miami. Yeah. There's right. in your email now you have mutant con as well. And we'll talk about oh, that cool. offline. Cool, cool. And hopefully, because I put you in touch with one of my friends for your book. Do you want to talk about yes. your book? Because book. I've yes. I've read I've read some of it. 
And it is so incredibly special and powerful. Do you want to chat about it? Sure. Yeah. I I started writing my memoir. And the memoir is going to be called uh, A Rogue's Tale, uh, Awakening the Superhero Within. And it is about my life as an actor and as a politician, starting off in Australia when I was a kid, coming over to Canada, and then immediately becoming like an actor by the age of 17 and playing Marilyn Monroe when I was 20 and then being brought to LA and getting to know the underbelly of Hollywood through an incredible female impersonator, Craig Russell, who always joked that he had 26 women trapped inside of him. He, he took me to Hollywood when I was 20, he was living there and he was also the, he was the president of the May West fan club and she had brought him out there when he was like 22 or something. I hairdresser from Toronto and he became her like uh, assistant. So he lived with Mae West and he met all these incredible people, Marlena Dietrich and all the rest. And so I came out and I stayed with him and he showed me <laughs> the underbelly of Hollywood. And that was my first introduction as uh, this friend um, of this incredible gay icon. And uh, I mean, and my story takes off from there. So I think people are going to like it. Tiptoe through the tulips, Tiny Tim comes into it. He taught me one time in Australia that you got to get a gimmick if you want to be a star. And we did we did a, a, a song together on TV where we did uh, I Want to Be Loved by You, Boop Boopy Doo. And he was I'm sitting on his knee and he was playing his ukulele. I mean, I've had some amazing adventures meeting incredible people and also um, then, of course, becoming rogue and, and what that did for me and for my career. And then on from there into politics and now back, back being rogue again with the X-Men and have a few movies coming out as well. No, I mean, but like what I really loved about <laughs> Awakening the superhero within. I mean, we're all, we all have that superhero in us. And what I really loved about your book, again, the the pages I've read, knowing it's not final, it's the vulnerability and the strength you bring to it, which is emblematic of Rogue, emblematic of you and what you brought to the character. And when I think of 60 years of the X-Men, seeing Rogue where she is today, it's all you. You you don't don't have to say anything. We, we, We are happy to say the rogue character is who she is today because of everything that is in this book that you are writing. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I really also hope that it will, it will reach out to all of the fans who have ever felt different, who have ever felt like they were put down by somebody because they were different or they were nerds or they were this or they were that. So many of the fans come up to us, you know, at the Comic Cons and, and, and sending us mail saying that they were bullied as kids or they were abused. And they really found that our show was a saving grace. They felt safe when they came home and they turned on the TV and they could watch X-Men. They felt like all oh, this little band of misfit mutants, you know, who were also being bullied and abused and treated like they were, you know, garbage that they all stood up for one another and they came through and they, you know, they learned to, they learned to get in touch with their inner superpower. And everybody has a superpower. I believe that everybody has something unique about them. And it's just a matter of 
tapping into it and finding out what it is and then using that to to do something extraordinary with your life, whatever yeah, and, that is. And I, I think what's really incredible about everything that, that you just said about finding your your inner superpower and, and leaving your mark on the world and all of that is you know, I, I didn't know this until just a couple of years ago is, you know, you were a member of Canadian Parliament and you were had a real superpower. You were you were making change in this world and acting change and, and pushing for the rights of these nerds who who maybe didn't feel, you know, represented or that they had somebody in their corner. And you were out there making that that real change, doing some real world superhero stuff. And I think you know, for, for fans like me who only knew you as a fictional superhero to learn that you were a real life superhero too was just really eye opening and really, Bad really ass. amazing. Yeah, it's just incredible. <laughs> Bad so I, ass. Everyone I, loves hearing your story that you were part of Parliament and the voice of everyone loves it. It's incredible. It's incredible to learn. <laughs> But you know what she also talked about in the in the memoir, and I'm not going to spoil any. One of the things I love that you have in this memoir is the idea of the safe space. You are aware that the safe space that this show provided and also what you were going through and how you had to walk through fire just to find treasures. And that's something that's not it's not easy. It's easier said than done. It is. And it's it's interesting because, they, you know, they also say the darkest hour is just before the dawn. And many of us are struggling with all kinds of things, mental health issues. Many people are having anxiety and, and depression. Um, what worrying about their future, worrying about what's going to happen to them. Where do they fit in, in the world, feeling that they're not good enough, looking at all these pictures on Instagram and social media, TikTok, and they're seeing all these perfect people and they feel them as these perfect people who have everything. That doesn't exist. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't exist. We are who we are in this moment. In this moment, this is all we have right now. The past is history. The future, who knows what's going to happen. We could be gone tomorrow. So just learn to live for the moment. Accept yourself for who you are. Learn to love yourself. I know that's hard. Believe yeah. me, I find yeah. that hard too. But you have to learn to love yourself as you are and not try to find these quick fixes or um, resort to like alcohol, drugs, even sex, all of those things, shopping, any of the addictions that are out there, they're just a quick fix. They, they're, they're just a band-aid. They're just there to, to make you feel numb. Lenore, you can get the song at lenorezan.hearnow.com, also on your YouTube page as well as on Instagram and the Apple store. You can just plug it in right there. And the song is there, yeah. Mojo Man, which is an incredible yeah. beat. 